Welcome to Words of Light with Jim, sponsored by All My Relations in Indianapolis, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. So, your body has memory cells. Your, your memory is whatever you call it, you stored up in remembering things from your past. By the way, that memory goes with you when you die. You do not forget every experience you've ever had, including all your past lives. You'd say, well, how come I can't remember all my past lives? That would just clog up your journey in this lifetime. You're supposed to clean the slate so you can have a new experience in this lifetime. Everything that you carry from a past life, if that's created some issues for you in the past, you bring that issue with you into this life. That's why we're getting more people that are wanting to know about your past lives. So if you've had a memory from your past life that caused you some pain or something, you'll be struggling. For instance, people that drowned in a past life are usually afraid of water. I was buried alive in one of my past lives in sand. Now, if you can only imagine getting buried alive, I was in a sandstorm. So if anybody starts to pile on top of me, I immediately feel very uncomfortable, if that makes sense. It doesn't feel good for me. And I know that I died that way, so I'm going to be guarded from getting myself in a position of being pressed upon or put me in a, has anybody ever felt like you sit in a small box? That wouldn't do me well either, if that makes sense. So you can understand when, if you have a fear of something, that usually is attached to something happening in your past life, particularly how you died. For instance, if you drown, people have fear of being in water. Is anybody afraid of anything that they know of? Right. I can remember very clearly that the landscape, you know, what I was wearing even, I mean, I can remember the whole experience. And I'm still not really comfortable in water, especially in the ocean. Right. By the way, you can have memories from those experiences, like you said, you can vividly recall them. Mm -hmm. Now, not everybody can do that. Okay. Right. Back to, I had a lady come in uh, Monday morning and she wanted to do past life stuff. and. All I remember is we did like four past lives for her, and every one of them totally made sense to her. Those little fears, if you want to use that word, little, but they're big to her. But they carry over into this lifetime for her to heal them, mm -hmm. if you want to use that term. So it is. you said you had a past life, some fear. What is that? Um, heights is another one. I feel like I've died right. from falling from a well, that's Right. That's yeah. very... Obviously, that would be one right there. But then if you fell from some height of some kind, yeah, that would definitely be a fear. And that, I also have one of those. I don't, I've ever been up in a very tall building. I was up in Chicago, the uh, Sears Tower. It was years and years ago. I couldn't even walk to the edge of the thing and look over. I had to step back from mm -hmm. the window. And I, I was okay being up high, but I wasn't going to look out the window and look down. So if you have a fear recognize it that you can start to work on that. doesn't mean you have to address going up high and facing the fear of this lake or whatever. That's not a way to fix it. Or just like if you felt like drowning or getting in water was going to throw you in a big deep yeah. pond of water, that's, that's, that's not going to help you. Get, that's not going to work. That's only going to put you in a panic. Yep. See how it works? You don't, you realize what your challenge is and then giving yourself through a gradual process to get through that fear. Okay, and you can then overcome it. But there is no instant fix like that. That's not how it works, folks, okay? Mm -hmm. 
I know a lady that's deathly afraid of mice. Now, you think of it, there's one mouse, if it was running across this room, she would completely come unglued. One time she thought there was a mouse in the house and she started to lose it because she thought there was a mouse in the house. That's enough to go to, you know, that's how much fear she has of mice. Now, I'm not saying I want mice crawling up my leg either, but I'm not gonna come unglued because, you know, it's a mouse. Could that be something she had died from or was she might have got symbolically infested with rats or mice or something? Absolutely. I don't know. We never, she didn't want to talk about it because her fear is so great, she will not address it. You can't make somebody address fear. They have to be willing to address it or talk about it. Given time, everything is through a process, meaning permission to heal, permission to process it, get to that point of where you feel comfortable dealing with it. And then eventually you get to that point through time. Remember, the universe is time is all in the moment or now. You've all heard that expression, in the moment or now, right? To understand that becomes kind of crazy and complex. To think of how many millions of years old is this planet? It's a perception of our time. It's only, it's still all in the moment. The universe function in the now. And it takes a while to understand that, to lose track of time. Another example, one of my teachers told me years ago, searching for God. And when you find nothing is when you finally find God. That's what he told me. I had to take a moment to swallow that one down. I thought, okay, I got to think about this one. And I thought, well, it makes a lot of sense. Because in finding God, there's only one thing. It's also called peace. Because in nothing, there is nothing. Uh, if you ever get to that point, you will say, what, is, what am I feeling? It's like you feel nothing, which is also peace. Because you're not upset, you're completely at peace. See, that's a, we, we identify with words in our perception of something, too, sometimes. To, so to find nothing is to find peace. You're completely, what, at mellow, mellow jello, I call it. That's my description of it. I don't lack or want anything at, at peace. When you find that nothing, then you have actually found yourself. That's you. And you just told me, Jim, I'm body, mind, spirit, I'm something. Well, that's the funny thing of it. And nothing is when you find it all. Just think God is everything. Everything, every thought, every action, every word, every physical thing, that's God too. So how can God be nothing and God be everything? See how crazy this thing gets? So this is a part of us consuming something, a thought, a word, and then digesting it, let it percolate inside of you and figure out how it works for you. Because your belief is, is back to, I give myself permission to accept and process the truth. How many of us really love to hear the truth every day? Well, most of the time, right? Because I want to hear it my way. But once you can accept the truth completely, then you're ready for God, if that makes sense. You're really ready for God. Bring them on. So far, I hope this all starts to make a little sense to you because this, this is not an overnight experience. This it takes, let's say, time, a process, accumulation of, let's say, lessons, because we all have lessons, right? I'm not the only one, I hope. I'm sure you got, I got lots of company when it comes to lessons. A few of us are having a lot of them right now, aren't we? Absolutely. We're supposed to, because that's how you evolve. Your experiences, and some people call them your problems, don't make it a problem, make it an experience. That's how you evolve. Your personal experience helps you to evolve. Some people call it ascend, become enlightened, become aware, become conscious. Think of it, that's exactly what you're doing through your experience 
is how you're learning and evolving. Because if you had no experiences, what have you learned? Nothing. Boy, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> no. I don't know of anybody that has no experiences, right? We all have something to experience. Absolutely. And sometimes they're good experiences, right? They don't have to all be bad or challenging. I like to use the word challenge. Not there's no bad experiences. Even though I didn't say I didn't like them, some of them I don't like. But they're still just challenges. If we make them challenges, then we usually can overcome them. And remember back to that fear word, a big F word. It's the first word that will stop you from moving forward. Do you realize that? If you're afraid, I can only imagine, I've heard of people being afraid to leave their own house. That's, that's so strong a fear just to walk out of their own apartment or house. Can you imagine having that much fear? That's overwhelming to my imagination. To, I can't even go outside of my life. You know, how am I going to live life? Where am I going to go to work? You had a relative that had that? My mother-in-law. Wow. <clears throat> she had to make herself do tiny baby steps like to the mailbox, stuff like that. It lasted yeah. for about five years. And she would have garage sales to uh, make money to pay her rent. That's a pretty rough life to live that way, isn't it? Yeah. It really is rough. To imagine, uh, it's incomprehensible, I think, to have that kind of fear. But we have all some... Now, let's use the word, there's a lot of times it's used in the Bible to fear something, God, like fear God. Okay, let's use the word, if I'm standing on the street corner and I can see a car coming down the road, and I'll say, I have no fear of that car, so I'll, I'll step in front of the car, right? <laughs> wow, Jim, that was real stupid of you, wasn't it? Yeah, that was pretty cool, I'm dead. I had no fear. I call it, I should respect the car. It's bigger than me, and it outweighs me by a whole lot, right? It usually does, even a smart car outweighs me. So let the car go by, and then when the road is clear, then I can cross. That's respect. You're respecting yourself, by the way, too. But did you know that? Because respecting your life. Are you that worthless? No. I respect my own life to continue life, so I'll let the car go by. I respect the car bigger and stronger than me. Okay, he wins. Let him go. I don't have to fear the car. I'm not afraid of the car, but I will respect the car. See the difference involved here? It's different. You don't fear it, you respect it. Common sense, right? So, no fear. That's why I said, uh, now let's use the word fear. If I give fear a purpose, a direction, let's say I release fear, I give, uh, say, fear a place to go out of my life, could you do that? You certainly can. Fear be gone. That's what I call it. Fear be gone. If you empty a bottle of something, when you get rid of it, you say, well, it's, it's empty. There's a big void in there. The universe knows that anytime you dump or get rid of something in your life, that something will fill that back up. That's the way it works. So ask yourself, when you release or let fear be gone, what would you like to replace it with? Happiness? Joy? Peace? Love? Tranquility? An opportunity to go to the movies? Yes, anything that call it blesses you, feels good, make sure you incorporate that when you say fear be gone. Ask yourself what you would like to bring in its place. A feeling, because fear is mostly a feeling, isn't it? Sometimes it's not real, is it? No. It's not. It's made up in your mind to say it's, but it controls you. It can. So I would encourage us all to release or say fear be gone and replace it with something you would like. That's up to you. You want to make it ice cream, go for it, okay? That's good. Go for it. You can make it something silly. You don't have to make it like I'll be important someday. I'll be somebody, right? Well, you already are somebody, right? You are. 
Any questions anybody got? Or thoughts? Those spirit worlds, people say, well, hey, he's making a request. Let's go over and visit your brother. And that's what they do. They show up there and say, hey, we love you. That's all they're doing. They're just letting them know we love you. They're not saying you should do this or not do that. That's not what their job is. They, they're not to try to talk you into things. They're suggestive. That's what I call it. Now, if the spirit world has talked to me directly a few times that I need to do something and I didn't do it, I had the lesson to learn. But if I did what they suggested, I always benefited. Now, when they talk, and I've said there's been a times when it's like the voice in my head, the real voice in my head. I should listen. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, I better be listening. That's my experience. I don't know if anybody else has had that, but we all get feelings sometimes like uh, this friend of mine, he came to me so strongly and I thought, well, he's working. I don't, shouldn't bother him. I know he was working that day. Next thing I know, two hours later, guess who's calling? He's calling me. Imagine that. Why did I blow it off that, well, I shouldn't call him because I'm thinking, well, I shouldn't bother him because he's at work. Well, he called me, so I called him back later and he said, yeah, I can talk for a few minutes and he needed to talk. He was uh, traveling somewhere, so we were able to talk. So again, back to trusting your gut feeling. If you have an impression of something, trust it. That's important for us just to remember that too, that because you have feelings and emotions too, and that's respecting your feelings. So what are we all looking for in life? God, so God is inside of us. Right, and that's, that's like you said, we're really looking for, to find ourselves, mm-hmm. which is the same thing as looking for God. It's, you see how this kind of gets kind of crazy to think, I thought I was looking for God, well, not me. Well, you already are God, because remember, we're all children of God. Really, it's very symbolic, but it's true. So think of it, children have the, call it the benefits of just like given from your, your father. You call it his gifts, whatever you call it, your, his inheritance, whatever you like to label that. So think of God's power, strength is gifted to you immediately upon your life. It's already within you. Kind of, kind of was thinking how many people feel let's say helpless, making sure you have plenty of help. You've got help. There's angels out there, there's loved ones, there's spirit guides that are here to help. And all we have to do is ask, does anybody need help sometimes besides me? Wow, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not afraid to ask for help sometimes. Sometimes I'm a little too, you know, I can handle this. You know, I'm tough, I can do this. <laughs> you know, and we forget it's okay to ask for help. It is, it's okay to ask for help. And once we recognize that we can ask for help, then it gets a whole lot easier. What gets easier? Our lives. Our lives in general. Anybody else? Questions or thoughts? I just think that, um, you know, you're talking about the, um, uh, when, we, when we're here, we already know what we're here for, and we don't remember our past. Uh, I would just think that, I mean, it would be a much better world if we could remember the mistakes that we made coming into this life. And That's because your mind thinks like an engineer. Your logical brain takes over. And I'm not complaining. I'm stating what um, feels obvious to me. Okay. In our spiritual journey, in a technical sense, if we can accept, I didn't say like, I said accept. I know it's hard to believe sometimes that we did pick our body and our experiences. If you remembered everything, Nico, you would screw up this lifetime. That's the way you have to live through trial and error, if you want to use that term. Call it, it's handed to you. Go with the flow, accepting. I didn't say like it, I said accepting. And then pretty soon it gets a lot easier. Just like accepting that this is what I'm working with, folks. This is it. This is the vehicle I'm working with. That's a choice. So make it a choice that makes you happy. Find a window 
something that makes you happier. And I think making those choices, which you do throughout your entire life, are part of your soul's evolution. So if you knew everything you got here, what would it you, you wouldn't be learning anything, Nicole, really. Yeah. The day finally comes when we realize in our life's journey, when you've been battling something and you finally realize, I surrender. Surrender is not giving up on life. All it is is you're not fighting, resisting. And then guess what happens? What you need to have happen will come. I surrender unto, you're not fighting anymore. Because God doesn't fight you, you resist. Who fights besides myself or resists? Occasionally I do. When I find out that giving up or surrendering, I should surrender, not giving up. This means I'm just not fighting anymore. And it makes life a whole lot easier. Thank you for listening to Words of Light with Jim. Come check out All My Relations in Indianapolis or go online to allmyrelationsindy.com, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Words of Light with Jim, spreading light for your spiritual journey.